All right, everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Ultimate Rebellion Podcast. We are excited to have you here, and thank you for being here, uh, following along with us on this journey. My name is Gabriel Tams. I have with us AJ. He is our producer, and then same guest as last week as we're following the same topic about rebellion, self-doubt. We have Bryce Gibson here. Okay, so as we talked about last time, rebel against self-doubt, we gave you a lot of things to pretty much capture that self-doubt in yourself and recognize it, but now we want to give you tools and tricks to build self-confidence so you can push yourself to that next level and really open up your full potential to reach your goals, to reach peace within yourself, and gain love for those around you as well as yourself. First topic I want to talk today about, how do we gauge our progress as we journey from self-doubt to gaining that confidence with with ourselves? And as I thought about this question, as in business, we always track everything, like I mentioned last time. We're just trying to put numbers or a spreadsheet with this. And I came up with the same answer, is we have to to journal. All right, we have to journal so we can measure ourselves. And as I say that, I don't want you to think, oh man, I have to sit there and I got to write this novel every day. It can be as simple as a one sentence feeling, I really thought I couldn't do this. I didn't even try. That's it. Leave it there. Walk away. But as you grow and you say, hey, I did do this. Write that down too. You get pages upon pages now of undeniable success that shows, hey, look, I doubted myself I was here, but now I've moved up to here. You can't argue that proof. And that's where we really need to start with ourselves. If we're having self-doubt, we don't believe ourselves. We have to have this stack upon stack of undeniable truths to tell ourselves, hey, I did it. I started here, but look at everything I did to get to where I am now. At that point, we it almost forces us to start trusting ourselves because you can't deny that. It's there. You were the one that wrote it. No one else wrote it down. You were the one that wrote it. You can't deny that you've come so far because it's written on paper by your own hand. And once you get that mindset going, Man, it's just it just starts stacking up and it's slow and steady climb, but as this stacks up more and more, man, your confidence builds and it just skyrockets from there. So I love a saying we heard the other day, all of us were giddy about it. It says outwork your self-doubt. And that's what we really gotta focus on. As we're journaling, as we're keeping track of as we're keeping ourselves accountable through our journal. We have to outwork our self-doubt. We gotta throw our hat in the ring. We gotta get in there and try new things and really outwork that self-doubt. If we don't, our journal's never gonna change. But if we give it an opportunity and a chance, even if we fail, so what? Doesn't matter. We have to outwork that self-doubt and that'll bring that self-confidence. As we do that though, it's going to force us out of our comfort zone, our comfort zone or our shell. The faster we can break that shell down or expand our comfort zone, the faster we're going to go from self-doubt to self-confidence. 
God works with all of us. Mysterious ways, whatever you want to call it, God works with all of us. If that shell is hardened, he's going to have to use a bigger hammer. That bigger hammer, unfortunately, might be a death of someone you love. It might be a breakup or getting fired from a job. Something traumatic that's going to give enough pressure to break that shell. But if we are able to weaken that shell, God can use soft touches to mold us and move us to gain these experiences that are less traumatic than what we just listed. We don't want to have to get the big hammer out. We don't want to have to take that blow or that hit to break this shell. So as we're on this journey between self-doubt and self-confidence, we need to think about that. Break that comfort zone up. Weaken that shell so these little experiences that we have in our life, whether it's God or universe, whatever you may believe, we want to let the little experiences mold us and guide us so the big experiences don't happen. None of us like the big experiences, the big hits. That sucks. You go home and you wonder about your whole existence. Instead of that, how much better would it feel to go home and go, man, I tried something new and I made it. Hey, I tried something new and I failed, but I gained knowledge from it. Like, that's so much better than, man, I just got fired. What the hell am I going to do with my life? Oh, man, my girlfriend just left me. I don't know anything else. What the hell am I going to do? I'm fat. I'm out of shape. I broke because I'm terrible with money. I just lost my job. I hate to say it, guys. Like, no girl's going to come. Hey, I want to date you. <laughs> like, get your ducks in order. Break the shell down. And let the little things in life guide us to where these big blows don't have to happen. And as we do that, we're aware of that, we can recognize those little things. But if that shell's too thick, we're never going to recognize the little things. And it's going to take the big blows to change us. Like I said, we're going to hit the hard, we're going to hit a wall. We're going to have a hard time. So I really want to talk about and brainstorm ideas of what we can do when we hit that. So the first one I came up with um, is actually a saying I heard in church. It says, if you have a bad thought about yourself, tell it to go back to hell. That's where it's came from. That's really where this whole journey starts. If you're listening to the podcast, if you're thinking about this, you've had those negative thoughts and you're tired of them. We have to recognize those thoughts as being negative. Tell them to go back to hell where they came from and start believing in ourselves and telling ourselves we can do it i think a lot of like breaking out of your shell is do not compare yourself with to others like be your own eagle to the, not fly yeah you're, you're gonna start off lower but you, to fly with eagles you've got to start somewhere yep no i think that's huge really when we start comparing ourselves to others that that opens this whole level of negativity because what we're comparing ourselves to others, you don't see. You, we can't see the whole picture. We're comparing ourselves through this scope. We got our blinders on looking at one thing with that person. So we compare ourselves to them. That's not being honest with ourselves because we don't know the whole truth about them. Now, on the flip side, we can compare ourselves to other people as drive to get to be like them. Like you said, eagles, they fly alone. They're not flying with any other birds. They're flying with eagles. That's it. We want to fly with eagles. We need to do what the eagles are doing. Mm -hmm. We need to be at the same altitude the eagles are flying at. We need to have the same skills, have the 
same eyesight, wing strength, everything where the eagles can fly here. So we can look at those and we can compare ourselves in a positive way to say, okay, he's doing A, B, and C. I need to do A, B, and C. Instead of, oh, they're better than I am. Oh, they they were lucky. They got a handout. They did all this. Well, so what? How they got there? This is what they're doing to be there. And we need to do the same thing or, I mean, it's just that same. It's, we're on that, right back to that negative. We're right back to that negative, which we have to push ourselves out. Now, a great example of this, actually, um, I started an automotive company, uh, repair shop, before I started driving HD. It was like seven years before. My dad had just passed away. Um, I was going to college, realized I didn't want to follow that route, and I was going to go back to wrenching. Like, well, instead of starting um, starting for someone else, I'm just going to start my own business, right? Instead of working for someone else fresh out of the field, I'm just going to do my own. And I called it TRT Automotive. It failed in three months. That's all I made it, three months. And had like seven customers in the three months. In my mind, I wasn't ready yet. I didn't believe I could do it. I'd tell myself, oh, I've never done that before. Sorry, can't help you. Turn the work away. Now, did you call me up at Rugged HC say, hey, I got this I want to work on? Like, yeah, we don't know it. We've never done it, but we're more than happy to help. We're going to dig in. We're going to figure it out because we're confident. We know we're, we're truthful in our capabilities to progress to that level to make it happen. So do you feel that failure was the biggest step to your success? No, actually. Seven years it took me to get over that failure before I started another business. It took gaining knowledge and working for three other companies in that seven years before I was able to have enough self-confidence to start again. I guarantee you, you go ask any business owner they're gonna regret not starting their business sooner. It's hard though, because those experiences that I gained between those seven years led to the success I have now. But that failure, I look at that failure as a big hammer, like we just talked about. That failure was a big hammer going, oh, um, running a business, even if you're just self-employed, it's only you, whether you have employees or not, that's a big commitment. It's not just show up, work on people's stuff, and go home. There's a lot more to it that I didn't realize. So that failure opened my eyes to that. I was able to look inside and go, okay, I'm not ready. I didn't give up on my hope. I, wanted, I knew I wanted to have my own business, but I wasn't ready. I needed to go out and gain knowledge in that industry before I could go back into it. So lead to my success? No, but it pushed me in the direction to be successful. If I would have had more knowledge at that time, looking in at myself, not necessarily knowledge as in know how to fix more stuff or work ethic or whatever, it was more if I would have been capable, I'm even gonna say humble enough to ask the right questions and find the right people, I probably could have kept it going and been further than I am today. I'm not gonna take it as a negative though. I mean, you have we have to start changing our mindset as we're going between doubt and uh, confidence to failures are not stumbling blocks, they're building blocks. Take that knowledge, think of it. So as just right now, still in our business, we'll use it as an example. We get a truck we've never worked on before. 
hey, you want to know what? We're probably going to lose some money on it. Just being honest. It's going to take more time because we're learning. Uh, maybe we're mess up. But we're going to miss a step because we didn't know the procedure 100%. Instead of looking at that and being like, oh, my gosh, we just lost money. How are we going to make it? I know going into it, hey, I'm probably going to spend some money on this job. But I'm going to buy experience so I'm better in the future. Instead of getting frustrated with it, said, okay, I just bought some knowledge. Just like we invest in mastermind trainings or school, like we're buying knowledge. It's the same way when we have these failures, we can buy knowledge to be better equipped for the future. I think a lot of like, from what I've seen with a lot of people, like their way way of not getting self-confidence is they talk themselves out of it. And I know that was a lot of like my issue was I like, no, I'm happy where I'm at. Like there's no need to go further. And I feel like just like with family and having a wife and a son, I think that was my final like blow to get me out of my shell. Cause I don't want my son to grow up going, oh, well dad just backs out. So I gauge my self-confidence Going forward, I take little like victories, but I don't take big chunks. I just little bits, because then that helps me to go. Okay, hey, like I did have a victory, but I don't take too big of a scoop to where I'm overconfident, so I can keep going because I know there's more potential out of me. No, I love that, and so when our mind this this leads in perfect as our. As we're going from doubt to confidence, it's all in our mind. The battlefield is our mind where we change this. We don't we don't change this purely physical. Like I said, outwork yourself doubt. Great, that's a part of it. But it's not we could work all day. We could work I mean what? We could work five twelves, you could work six twelves, you could work seven twelves. It doesn't matter. You could work literally till you couldn't stand anymore. You're still gonna have some doubt. You have to have the physical work and drive, but the mental capacity to realize what you're doing. Just like that, you said, hey, I'm happy here, but what's my son gonna think? What's my son saying? How's my wife feel about me? That battlefield is your mind. Now here's a cool thing that I've recently learned and been studying. You don't change your thoughts, you manage your thoughts. Just like that. That thought came into your mind. What's my son think? That's that's neither a good nor bad thought. It's just a thought you had. Now you get to choose what you're going to do with that thought. Are you going to give that thought merit? Are you going to entertain it? Are you going to do something with it? Obviously you did, which is perfect. That's what we want. Take that thought and go, hey, this thought, I recognize it's strong enough to move me. I'm going to give it a home in my brain. And you take that. But honestly, the next day, you probably had the thought of being comfortable again. You got away from your son. You're at work maybe all day. So you're hitting your 10-hour mark. You haven't seen him. You kind of forget about that. Like, man, today was a good day. Job was fun. You had some good times. I, I can stay here. But then you give that thought merit. It's going to cloud the thought you had about your son. But if you choose to manage that and you kick that thought back out, you don't want to kick it upstream so it comes down at you again. You want to kick it out and let it go. 
then you still have that main focus on what your son gonna think and that opened up like as I was learning this and studying this I was like holy crap that's so true we're not gonna control what pops into our mind but we can control if we choose to give it any merit we're gonna play with it we're gonna take it on cool do it let it drive you let it move you but the bad thoughts just let them go don't get caught on oh I had a bad thought so freaking what let it go move on don't think about it again <laughs> like I know I say it like it's simple but sadly it is it's that simple just let it go move on so now the kind of like the warning for that if we decide we're gonna fight our negative thoughts we're gonna lose I guarantee you, you go talk to anybody and say hey if you had a bad habit and you continually thought about it did you ever conquer your habit they're gonna tell you no you get in the rink with Mike Tyson he's gonna beat the crap out of you that's the same as our negative thoughts even the strongest person I know mentally still would lose to a negative thought. We have to choose to let that negative thought go. If we don't get in the ring, rink, ring, whatever it is, it's not, I'm a, not a boxer. <laughs> if we don't get in the ring with him, he can't beat the crap out of us. He only has the authority or the power to beat us up if we're in his playing field. So if we stay out, let that thought go by, it has no control over us. And I really, like, that's almost a challenge. That's where we have to start this battle. Let your thoughts go. The negative thoughts, tell them to go back to hell. Let them go. Because if we try to fight them, or we push them out and let them come back in, push them out, let them come back in, and we're going to get tired, we're going to get exhausted, and next thing you know, we're falling back into our bad habits. We're staying consistent. We're not, or we're staying comfortable. We're not pushing ourselves or growing. And nice thing you know, we got full of self-doubt anymore and we don't believe in ourselves. And that's just terrible. All right, so as we wrap this up, I want to talk about building self-confidence right now. All of us are going to go, okay, I know I need to. But really, what's stopping us? What's stopping you from building self-confidence? The biggest thing is those mental blocks. And when you get those mental blocks, you have to... Turn them into building blocks. You gotta learn from it. And it's just the biggest thing I think is what others think and we have to forget about what others think and more go for what you want and what you believe in and what you need to progress forward to. No, I love that. We cannot build self-confidence until we love ourselves. We gotta stop caring what other people think. We have to focus on us, build trust with ourselves, keep the promises we made to ourselves love ourselves be happy with ourselves that point then we can start worrying a little bit more about other people think not to the level that we're gonna let them change us or be but I mean I care what my wife thinks I care what my kids thinks that's something I can choose if I want to let it mold me or not but Joe blow down the street I don't care what he freaking thinks but if I'm not happy with myself I'm never gonna be able to be strong enough to push what they say aside so we have to like you said take those mind blocks turn them into building blocks and we do that by believing in ourselves and pushing the negative even if they're the haters or whatever people call them like we have to get rid of that so Bryce what keeps you from building self-confidence right now kind of along the same lines as AJ like 
what people say about me, but I've learned to just roll with it and like not let it get into my headspace, let it roll downstream. Oh, and that's honestly, I as I was thinking about that, I'm the exact same way. It's I'm lying to myself. That's what's stopping me from building self confidence right now. I tell myself I can't do it. I'm scared to do it. What if I fail? What are they gonna say? Honestly, I've been wanting to build a or do a podcast for years. Only done seven episodes. Why? Because what if I sound weird on the phone? What if other people say negative stuff? Right now? Okay. Alright guys, you know we were trying to wrap it up, but life happens and we actually had to go help a mechanic. He was got his arm stuck where he shouldn't have put his arm. But nonetheless we got it out. Everybody's good. So back to what we were talking about. We gotta stop lying to ourselves. I know that's what's holding me back. If we lie to ourselves, have that negative self-talk, give it power, we're never going to progress. We're always going to be in that self-doubt, that lower state. But if we want to get elevated, we want to have confidence, we got to stop lying to ourselves. Also, give up the hope of balance. I mean, like, that's a bunch of fruitcake stuff. Like, give it up. You're not going to have balance. Even at the most, if you think of your perfect self, your 10x self, Something's still going to be off. Because if you devote time to business, your family's going to suffer. You devote time to family, your business is going to suffer. Your personal hobbies are going to suffer. Something never is going to have enough time. Give that hope of balance up. Stop being patient. Make your dreams happen. Like, really, like, as we go throughout this journey of growing ourselves and bettering ourselves, that's what we got to do. Stop lying to ourselves. <laughs> really balance stop lying to ourselves balance okay we gotta stop lying to ourselves we gotta give up the hope of balance and we gotta stop being patient make like this world's ours for the taking make it happen go get it it doesn't mean you have to be rude or ignorant or anything about it but we have to we have to make it happen it's not just gonna oh well maybe one day I'll start a business it's never gonna happen no one's gonna come up to you and be like hey You've done really good. I'm going to give you this business. Have fun with it. It doesn't happen. We got to get in there, get our hands dirty, and make it happen. And that's really, to wrap it up, we got to rebel against that. I mean, it's all, I could sit here and name 900 things to rebel against. Rebel against self-doubt. Rebel against laziness. Rebel against weakness. But it's true. It's that simple. Be a rebel. Make your stuff happen and go for it. If you fail, so what? Pick yourself back up, learn from your mistakes, go again. Eventually it'll hit. Then you stack up that pile. Your evidence is there. You believe in yourself. You trust yourself. You love yourself. So really, then, we just, we have to rebel. Rebel against that self-doubt, that negative talk. Give up the hope of balance. It's never going to happen. And what I balance, throw the freaking patience out the window. You're never gonna get to the next level being patient, making that happen. And like, face your fears. Like don't like let your fears like stop you. Like run, run them over. I got I had a strong like hard time with that. With just once I something like put fear into me, I'm like I'd stop. 
Now I just bulldoze the shit over and just go. And if I do fail, sometimes I'll stay down and see where I failed and then pick myself back up. So that I, at least I, I failed and I stayed down there in that failure to where I could learn from it and go, okay, I did this wrong. I did this wrong. I need to fix this and do this different next time so that I can grow from my failures. No, I mean, that's, that's really, that's perfect. That's, that's the whole journey wrapped up of how to get over self-doubt and get into self-confidence is that right there we're going to end it on that bryce thanks you for being a part of this journey with us definitely going to have you on again you guys out there thank you for listening please share this podcast Um, tell your friends especially if you get value out of it Uh, share it on social media tell your family at dinner whatever it may be we appreciate you listening and we'll talk to you next week